All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello, welcome to episode 39 of the Voice Notes podcast. It's brought to you by my friends, my comrades, Faster Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. How the bloody hell are you? How's it going, guys? Um, it's been a minute. It's been a while since I've hopped on and done one of these. So, yeah, long time no speak. How's it going? Yeah, just been doing just... Explanation for me not actually uh, doing one of these. I've just been. I would like to say I've been busy, but I've not. I've been busy, but I've just. I've done. I've been a bit of a boring cunt recently. I've just done nothing, so I haven't really been. I thought, oh, if I just, just I can't really justify coming on and just chatting a bit of bullshit. So even though I should really do it because it's, it's good for me, like I've said previously in podcasts. But um, anyway, I'm back. I'm back. Dare I say? back for another podcast but yeah it's been been quite a while hopefully you're all right climatizing i say acclimatizing to the weather like we live in fucking siberia you might live in siberia if you listen to this podcast i know a few people i know a few lads in russia listening shout out to you ones over there real ones in russia um if i was a russian hip-hop group i'd probably name myself the real ones from russia that'd be Sounds lame, but I quite like it in my head. The real ones, the real ones from Russia. This sort of like emphasise the Russia, but um, yeah. Thought I'd hop on. It's as this. Well, this will be coming out on a Friday, so happy Friday, guys. Um, uh, hopefully, set you off for the weekend quite nicely. Um, what have I been doing this week? Um, this week, um, at the moment, I'm currently watching the 2020 cricket. World Cup, it's Bangladesh versus Papua New Guinea. I didn't even know Papua New Guinea had a cricket team. Obviously, you know Bangladesh. I always like the um, the 2020 gear that everyone, like they all have. Like England's 2020 kit, or the kit we won, we wore when we won the World Cup. Not a big deal. Uh, not the 2020 World Cup, but one day a couple of years back. That's a great cricket kit that's fantastic and the obviously the all white look is great uh the crisp kind of test gear i really like that but i do like the bangladesh top i must say and they're doing all right at the moment it's 17.5 overs down and it's the 153 for five i'm not really sure what papua new guinea have got in the tank for it's another wicket, as I said that. They heard me. They said, fuck you, Southie, you can't. Um, this isn't even live. I've just realised, so this is probably... Yeah, it's definitely done and dusted, so yeah, fuck's sake. It's a disaster already. <laughs> Tell you it wasn't a disaster. Cambridge United, um, in the week, I went there for the first... I went went to see Cambridge United with the boys, the boys from Faster Pasta, Rob and Isaac, um, friends of the podcast... Jack O'Connor as well. He was there with his dad. They're big. They're big Wednesday fans. So they were in the Wednesday end. Scum, and with a couple of other friends as well who've not been. Well, shout out to you guys. Um, but it was that was the first time I'd been to the Abbey Stadium. I reckon in ten plus years. I hadn't been there in years. Like absolutely, I used to go all the time with my dad when we when I was younger. 
but I've not been there and I've probably not seen Cambridge United play since like the lost like the second playoff final back in the day because they got to the playoff final twice in the uh, in the conference if whatever it's whatever it was called back then it was I think it's now called like the Vanarama fucking conference but it was just the conference back then and they got to they played Torquay in the first year and Exeter in the second year lost both times went both times and I remember like it was really funny in the toilets at half time they were losing 1-0 Cambridge and they brought a big big, big following to Wembley because obviously it's a big game and it's, it's not that far at all is it so and you're going to get there a lot quicker you're going to get a lot bit bigger following than uh, Torquay and Exeter and they did but I remember this one drunk pissed up fella just like trying to rally the troops in the in the toilets of all places he said, you're only here because it's Wembley. And then a lot of people were just like, yeah, yeah you're pretty much right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I won't fucking see this shit otherwise, mate. So, yeah, I won't fucking go to the Abbey Stadium, you can't. Um, but I went there. I went there for the first time in over a decade, and it was a great time. It was great just being out and about, because like I said, I've not done, I've done fuck all for so long. It was just really nice to... Get out, have a couple of drinks, let my hair down, you know, forget about the day, and just you know talk to the boys. Um, it was yeah, it was, just, it was just it was just it was fantastic. It was a, it was a good time had by all, and the football didn't well, you know, the football wasn't as just not going to be fucking out of this world. But um, no offense, but Barry Bannon was pretty good. Barry Bannon, I've seen him play for Palace obviously a few times, but he's too good for that league league one. He He's sort of like a Scottish Iniesta who's fucking just doing rings around everyone. But, um, yeah, it was 1-1. Yeah, great atmosphere. Yeah, just it was always sort of... Um, I was in the sort of cop end with uh, with the lads, with the ultras, the uh, Cambridge United ultras. Yeah, those. So, yeah, but a great time. Definitely going to head down as, as for as long as... Because I'll be living down... I'll be living back down this way for a while. Not a while, but... I'll definitely go and see. I'll try and catch more of that, more of them because yeah, it's cheap and it's a it's a good little day out as well. So yeah, a few beers were flowing, all that stuff. Back on being back at the footy, a great week for me as well, football wise, because I'm going to I'm going to Palace as well this weekend. Palace versus Newcastle, and Newcastle obviously, you know, in the wake of their new owners, spoke about it in the last podcast, obviously. They had their first game under the new owners on Sunday, last Sunday. And they lost, they got beat after a really good start. But obviously, it's going to be really tif- Obviously, it's going, to, it's going to be interesting who they bring in. Because they could bring in, like, anyone really. Because they've got the money to sort of flex. And they can say, if you bring, if you keep this team up, uh, you'll have free reign to kind of spend and get rid of who you want, really. So it's going to be interesting who they bring in. They could either bring in someone who is like a box office name or they could bring in a sort of stay-up artist like fucking... Imagine they'd get back get, get Allardyce back in. That'd really get the fans on side, wouldn't it? Yeah. After fucking years of Ashley, like, fucking them over, they'd get, they'd get Allardyce back in. Like, ill-advised pick. But, um... Fuck yeah! Anyway, I'm going to Palace for the first time in quite a while. Um, it's, it's 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 a week of a week of returns this this week, football wise, in my football life. So 
yeah, we're playing Newcastle and yeah, it's going to be interesting because after Monday we should have won but didn't another kind of last minute heartbreak uh, equaliser. But hopefully we should smash Newcastle. I think we will. I think we'll win. Um, famous last words. Hopefully I am, yeah, hopefully I'm right. And hope, my, my head, my heart says win. My head says probably going to get a beat. Because um, <laughs> I just, yeah. I know the skill. I know that's I know the skill. But I'm looking forward to a big like full on football day because obviously on Tuesday was a night game, so I finished work, kind of scrambled, got into town, a few points, <laughs> you know, just the eight points last night, <laughs> and a bit of banter with the lads. Uh, but I'm looking forward to a full football day on Saturday because yeah, there's nothing quite like because obviously the result is obviously dependent like I don't. The result obviously yeah counts, but usually it's just a really good day, like the football day, unless you have unless you actually have been fucking peppered, and I've been to a few pepperings in my time, mate. So let me tell you that. Anyway, football, football, football. I need. To, I'm, I think I'm going to buy jeans as well this weekend. I'm not sure if I spoke to you about jeans on this podcast before, but buying jeans for me is like a big fucking hoo ha. Like because I'm quite a big person. I've got quite big legs. It's like if I go like slim, they look quite. They look like skinny jeans on me. But then if I go like I don't know, it's just I'm I'm. This is the thing because jeans are the most fucking irritating thing to try on. I get so angry, and I don't mean to be. And I shouldn't really let these little things take over, but they do, and I can't help it. But I get so pissed off and so fraught about trying on fucking jeans. I probably have mentioned this to you. I've, I'm getting fucking amnesia. But anyway, I'm going to fucking talk about it again. It's just annoying because I don't know what goes with... It's just, yeah. I'm going to look for jeans this weekend. I'm in London a weekend, so they must have some. They've got to have some in that, in that bloody city. Probably probably cost too much, don't they? Oh, fucking typical London. But anyway, jeans is on the agenda. A few bevies, a few cocktails on the agenda as well this weekend. Looking forward to it. And wrapping up warm as well. It's it's hoodie season, it's winter season. It's fucking freezing today. I took the dogs out for a couple of walks. I took them in the morning before I uh, clocked in in work. And it was, it was kind of like that. It was really windy because it's been really windy this week. And it's been... Uh, it was like fine rain, but it felt thick. Do you know? Do you know the type I mean? Fine rain, but thick, and that's sort of lashing in your face, and it's the wind is quite, it's quite curled, so it wasn't really nice. So then, um, got back inside, and then it sort of brightened up throughout the day. It was a nice little after, It was a nice looking afternoon. Went out for another walk in the afternoon. Fucking freezing, and then went out for a third walk. God steps the steps king today and uh i fucking all those steps not a fucking bit of weight loss today <laughs> um i know that's not how it works just joking for you um uh, calorie counters out there um <laughs> speaking of which there's a fucking girl on my instagram who i who i know she um She's into that kind of calorie count, which is fair enough, but she's taking it to places which don't need them to be taken. Just let your hair down. And then she posts about, you know, being 
kind of like, oh no, this is this, this, this I don't want to do this, but I got I got to do it. Don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just, well, if it makes you happy, do it. But yeah, if it, yeah, follow your dreams, unless you're a paedophile. But fucking, what was I talking about the weather? Yeah, it's getting colder. A couple of walks, and I went round the, the usual place where I'd like to go for a walk has been on point recently because I, I only like to go down there because there's fucking no one who goes down there and especially when I've got the dogs because my dogs are little ratty, gobby bastards when they see another dog. Little cockapoos, little cockapoos. They're not my dogs, they're my mother's dogs but they are gobby bastards when they see another dog and it's just kind of stress. You're just like, fuck's sake. Um... So it's nice to kind of let them off and sort of roam around. And it's nice to have a little walk as well, just like a bit, you know. Going for walks, I've re- I think it's mad how, like, the pandemic has changed a lot of people in terms of... So I would never really have gone for that many walks beforehand. But now I fucking love them. I think they're great. Really, like, I sometimes don't even take my headphones. Just, you know, listen to nature, listen to the fen. That's, that is my music the fen that's what i need that's all i need but yeah they're great go for walks yeah yeah great yeah walks are great that's on a t-shirt walks are great liam self 2021 um fucking but yeah my favorite spot to go for walks uh yeah it's nobody really goes down there when i see people down there i sort of like go oh fuck's sake the audacity of these of this twat coming down here on a public walkway i can't believe this fucking guy would have the cheek, the neck, to even dare come down. Um, but he did. He or she or they, whatever, the, whoever the fuck. I don't like you when you're in my sort of walking bit. I, I, I see it as mine. It's mine because you can go for you can go for miles. You go for miles. This is lovely, especially when the sun goes when the sun goes down. Anyway, let's move on. But it's getting colder. Wrap up warm. I always found that a bit condescending on the, you know when the uh the weather report and they goes, Oh don't forget to wrap up warm. I was like, Oh yeah, I was gonna fucking go on out of string vest, mate, fuck me. Tell me what to do, twat. Um again, little things like that shouldn't really get to me. Shouldn't really bother me. But uh, they do. That's just me. That's just fucking me. And also a little announcement as well, a little well, not an announcement, but a little kind of celebration we hit over a thousand streams so thank you all for that over 1500 of you have started it and over a thousand people have sort of listened and uh, finished it as well so there's about 400 500 people who just haven't haven't enjoyed it and that's okay but thank you all for the continued support as per i'll stop sucking your dick until later on tv i've watched a lot of tv I've not done much this last few weeks, but I've fucking, by God, I've watched a lot of TV. I've watched a fucking illegal amount of TV and and sports and stuff. But I watched Squid Games, which I won't spoil anything because I've obviously harped on about spoilers. I will, I will say this, though. When I watched the first episode, I was a bit like, I'm not really convinced because everyone was like all the podcasts I listened to, like all my friends talking about it. Like they were saying, like, oh yes, this it's fantastic. It's a cross between, you know, the fucking righteous games, whatever they're called. The Hunger Games, which I've I've never seen the Hunger Games. 
and some other thing, whatever. Like, but I've never, I, I've, it's a shocking amount I haven't seen. But yeah, I watched this and I was, wasn't really taken by the first episode. So I would say if you are going to watch it, I would stick with it. But unless, obviously you enjoy it sort of thing. Everyone's different, aren't they? And the second episode kind of clawed me in. And from then I just kind of binged. Like it was a, there was a moment, I think it was, I sort of, it was staggered through the second episode. And then by the end, there's like something that happened in the second episode. I was like, ooh, it kind of, grabbed us and then from episode three onwards fucking loved it really uh binged it and really enjoyed it i've got friends who are still watching it but it's one of them when you think if you're still watching it, it's a bit crazy because it's so good it's so addictive and it's done so well and the story's fantastic it's one of the best shows i've like the store but one of the best stories i've seen it's really um well, it, just, it grabs you instantly. It's really, it's really, really good. It's really well, well, really well written. And yeah, I love the cinematography. Um, but uh, yeah, I won't spoil anything for you because obviously I'm not one of those scumbags who spoils things. Uh, but I will say my favourite episode was the marbles. I will say that. So, oh, that's not a spoiler. That's just my favourite episode. So yeah. Jesus Christ, the Cricket World Cup, they're, is it, I think it's in Oman, well, they're in Oman, this one, and it's like a little county, it's like a tiny little county ground with a pavilion, car park, it's mainly car park and desert, this one, anyway, Squid Games, loved it, recommend it, fantastic, um, also I'm rewatching the Vietnam, the Ken Burns Vietnam, uh, documentary anything ken burns i'm completely in like he's he's fantastic he didn't do this documentary he did a baseball one which i do really want to watch and i did start but i think he did it in like 1989 and it's a bit dated for me because i thought i thought he did i thought i already watched that i thought i'd already watched his baseball documentary it's like because if you don't know who ken burns is he's a documentary filmmaker who makes like these massive series they're about 10, well, this Vietnam one is about 10 episodes long, and each episode is about an hour and a half long, and they're fascinating, they're brilliant, it's just a real dive into everything, and the country, he, he's, he's mainly mainly around like American sort of, you know, culture and history and stuff, obviously like the Vietnam War, I think he done, I think he did World War Two as well. Baseball, obviously, the nation's pastime. I think he's done. He did a country music one recently, which I want. I really want to watch the country music one. And he's done like sort of the West, like sort of Western one. Um, so like cowboys and stuff like that. So I want to. I want to really delve in because I think I've got the PBS thing on my Amazon. So really going to delve into that. But yeah, rewatching the Vietnam one because I just find that fascinating and it's just really well done and it's fantastic. And I've got a bit of obsession. With rewatching a load of things, and I can't commit to anything new. So, read into that what you will. Anyway, <laughs> what I did watch, what I did rewatch as well. Just scrolling through Netflix because you know when you because I just watched Squid Games. I thought like there's nothing really else I want to watch on here, and I wanted a break from Vietnam because it's a bit it is a bit dark. So I just thought, oh, fuck, I go for that, and I watched the Dave Chappelle thing. I watched that when I first watched that. I watched that like straight away afterwards because I wanted to watch it. I wanted to kind of take it all in again because he's, for me, he's, for my money, he's fantastic. He's the best. He's the best ever. Him, uh, but 
Yeah, I watched, I rewatched, and I watched this when it first came out. Don't fuck with cats, which is a great. Like I enjoyed it. At the, I enjoyed it at the start, but I enjoyed it even more the second time because I thought it was just great. I think the people in it are just quite funny. Not that you know, murder is funny at all, but the people around it who are looking for uh, this lad, Luca, uh, the girl woman called. I can't remember, I think she's called Diana, but her like kind of Facebook kind of alias is uh body body moving. The um the Beastie Boy song is or it's the line of the Beastie Boy song. But she has I remember I didn't forget she had a she has a tattoo of a pug on her wrist or on her forearm. And she does look like a pug. I'm not sure if she has a pug, but she looks exactly like a pug. She's short, she's got a very kind of uh, face. You know the faces I mean, like, and she's a bit, well, she's not yappy. She's 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 fairly sound, obviously. You know, she's tried to do good, and I'm just chatting shit about her. But she was she was quite funny. And then her mate, John Green, he's the fucking star of the show. He's brilliant. Anything would happen, and he would be like, so I looked at my phone, I was like, holy shit. I was like, <laughs> so I, I got up in the morning, made my coffee, and I, the coffee, I was like, holy shit, it was just, everything was holy shit to this fella, he was, he was brilliant, he was great value for it, and um, who else was on there, it was like the Canadian policeman and stuff like that, his mother, the, the accused, the accused, accused, is that how you say it, accused, the accused, Jesus, you ever speak Liam, uh, the mum, the lad's mum, this may be a but well, my rule is if it's over a year, then I don't know, whatever. But I'm going to get. You're probably thinking you're full of shit, Liam. You're going against what you've just fucking said and moaned at us for. You, you stupid cunt. But <laughs> his mum, because obviously he's accused of murder, and she is like classic mum, like. And we're back. Sorry about that. A bit of a technical glitch there. My. A thing came up on my thing. A thing came up on my thing. Yes, so the mother, she's like classic mum. She's like, my son didn't do this. How can, how can, the, the evidence is so much against him. Like, it's quite damning. It's not very, It's not looking great for our boy. And she's just like classic, like, it's not him. It can't be him. Not, my boy? No. He's so nice. He can't be, can't be him. So it was, but she's, but yeah, she's very blind to it. Um, but, She's a mother. She's a she's a she's a mother. My mum would throw me under the bus. She would say like, "Yeah, he did it." Yeah, bastard. <laughs> Just like whatever. Um, I'm joking. I hope she wouldn't. Even though I wouldn't do anything like that. We are back again. Sorry, technical difficulties coming out of my fucking arsehole. Um, yeah, don't fuck with cats. Hopefully, my mum wouldn't throw me under the bus, but I'm not that confident. Anyway. Fucking yeah! Don't fuck with cats is quite an easy one to binge on. It's very easy just to watch and go through, and yes, yeah, just very a bit twisted at the end. But I because I obviously these these things I've I don't like probably because it's in like North Canada, North America. You don't hear about these things at the time unless you're. But that was international news. It was like world news, but. I'll go into how much I fucking pay attention to the news uh, later on, but you probably already know I don't. Anyway, but <laughs> fucking 
uh, yeah, I just it's really weird how these stories like because how many times would you have heard do you know these Netflix shows where they have crazy sort of serial killer stuff? So obviously there's the obvious ones like Ted Bundy and the Yorkshire Ripper and the Dennis Nielsen ones. Everyone's heard of those. Well, a lot of people have heard of those ones. But there's like the ones where there's the one where that bloke killed his his wife and his kids in the oil tank. And I'd never heard of that. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking... That was crazy. Who else? I remember the one. Do you remember the one Evil Genius where the woman convinced the t- the two men... Because they, they attached a bomb on one of the guys in Pennsylvania. I think it's Erie, Pennsylvania somewhere. And obviously he exploded because he had a bomb on him. But she was like the architect of this, and she's kind of like kind of twisted evil genius, obviously, type, given the title of the show. And she sort of manipulated these two men and stuff. But I'd I'd only heard of that. That was the first, when that came on Netflix. I was like, oh fucking buzzing, because I'd listened to a podcast about that, and I was like, this is going to be fantastic. Because obviously, I just imagined things in obviously in my head about what it could look like and who these people were. Wasn't that inquisitive to even fucking bother? to look but they were yeah it was it was the document the documentary was obviously as good as the podcast the podcast was really great standalone but um yeah who like because it'd be interesting to know like the sort of niche ones like that not to call them niche but they're not as big or as famous as like they're not as big as famous as your Ted Bundy's, your Yorkshire Rippers, your bloody Dennis Nilsons, all those guys. The the Premier League of serial killers. Even though this lad wasn't a serial killer, he was just a well, unless you count cats, as you know, obviously cats are a part of, were a victim as well. R.I.P. But um, I tell you what, probably will be a really good Netflix documentary in a couple of years. The um that um Dennis is it Dennis Laundry. Something Laundry, the TikToker, and the the girl who tragically died as well. That's going to be a really good one. Very kind of... It, it, it's very dark for me to say, but you're all thinking it. It's going to be a really good one. So, looking forward to when that comes out, finally, to get the goss. Love the goss. Even though it's not gossip. Do apologise. Anyway. <laughs> going, off in a tan- going off in a tandem for all the, uh, for the OGs. A tangent, sorry. Fucking, um, yeah, watch a lot of stuff. Speaking of me not paying attention, I watched, there was that Russian spy BBC series about, you know, when the uh, Russians came over and poisoned a load of people in Salisbury. And I watched that the other day, and that was really well done. And it educated me on it, because I remember at the time, I was in, because I was in the summer, I was in America. Oh, you went to America? In the summer, I was there, and then obviously in the winter before, because it was building up towards that, wasn't it? I was really like, so, I remember asking my dad, and my dad was literally like, he looked at me as if like, I was just, yeah, like it was just like, you just don't care, do you? I was like, it's not that I don't care, I'm just, I'm just, I've not really, but I've got, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just things in my, things in my life, but, um, fucking, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that educated me, because I hadn't, I hadn't really, remembered any of that so or knew anything about it and i was probably the annoying person watching it with my mum because i was like oh, what happened there who's that who's this who's that oh yeah she was like shut the fuck up um but yeah i watched that really good would recommend it 
um, for someone who's like me, who doesn't pay attention to things, it, it's just really good. Because it, obviously I didn't know the story. So I, I, I knew the story. I knew, it, I knew it to some degree, but I was like, anyway, I'll shut up right now. I'll shut up. Fucking Wales. Cricket is going on still. Papua New Guinea, a seven for noughts. One, one and a half... One half innings. Just reviewing this one. I like the crisp white ball. I quite like that. Oh, right in the knackers. There's no better job, really, in the world than the cricket umpire. That is just like... That that has to be one of the top five jobs in the world ever. You're obviously well paid, but you're officiating a game that you love, a sport that you love, and you get to travel all over the world. They'll probably I'll I'll try and get one on. They'll probably say it's not that glamorous, but it'd be it'd be amazing. Like you you get to just watch kind of cricket all day. Imagine you get like a series like. In the West Indies, some of that would be fantastic because you can go. You could because they. I think no, no. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but when they do a test series, the West Indies, and they're a home test series, don't they sort of dot around the islands and stuff? That would be fantastic. That would be brilliant. Not sure how much of the like, because obviously there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. They have to kind of you know do a lot of stuff, but it's not like you have to be like a foot. It's not like a football referee. We have to be fairly physically fit. Because you've got to keep up with the play and all that stuff. You're just standing about. You're just standing about, watching the cricket, getting a tan, have a few beers in the pavilion afterwards, have some food at tea. Easy. One of the best jobs in the world. And you're following, you're watching, for, for, for my money, one of the best sports in the world. Yeah, I love cricket. I'd love to be an umpire. Be brilliant. Be fantastic. Be fantastic. But um, I suppose one of the drawbacks, obviously, in the beating sun, you're just sitting there, you're sitting there all day. Scotland team, fuck off! Scotland get battered everywhere they go. Fucking even in Oman, great shots, leg on. Anyway, great scenery as well. This cricket, obviously, there's the massive cricket grounds like the MCG and places like that. I, I, I'd love to that's a bucket list thing for me to watch an Ashes, Ashes test series in Australia I know like to do all five um, test matches would obviously be a bit of an ask financially but I would love to do it I think it'd be fantastic because there's oh, is it the is it the Gabba I think it's in Adelaide where they've got that kind of grassy knoll and it just says it's very, quite a bit like a kind of little league baseball ground in that sense where it's got a uh, a sort of grassy bit, a grassy area where you can sit on the mound and just watch the cricket. That to me is just heaven on earth. Like just on in the sun with a beer, watching the cricket. I fucking love it. I'd love to go. It's, it's either the Gabba or is it the Wacker? Call yourself cricket family, but um, I'm not aficionado of fucking cricket grounds. Um, but I do love the grounds in this country as well. I love Trent Bridge. Obviously, the Oval's great. I've only been to Lords once. Still not been to Edgebaston or Headingley. I went to Old Trafford, but to see a gig. But albeit great ground, fantastic ground. Isn't there a bit of cop out that Old Trafford called Old Trafford Old Trafford? Because Man United have got Old Trafford. And that's like, 
everyone associates Old Trafford with United, who are struggling at the moment. They're in struggle for us right now. Not of last night or the night before even, if you listen to this on the Friday, when they came back from 2-0 down. Thanks to Ronnie. Thanks to Ronnie. I wonder if Steve McManaman was... Um, no, it was Robbie Savage commentating and stuff like that. But remember, um, McManaman gets a lot of stick, but he's my favourite commentator because he, after every sort of big crunching challenge, he just says the same thing. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, Fletch. Get up, get up. And he always goes back to his Real Madrid days. But if you played Real Madrid and scored a, winning game, uh, a volley in the final of the Champions League to win it, you'd fucking bang on about Real Madrid. So shut the fuck up, Liam, you peasants. Um, <laughs> fucking. What else? Bangladesh, they're bowling. Yeah, the crisp white ball. It's just, yeah. Everything about cricket I enjoy. I really do enjoy it. Just really enjoy cricket, alright? God, that looks alright there. Oman. It's very crisp, very nice day, very hot. Top of the group right now, Group B, Scotland, won't be for long. Oman, Bangladesh, Papua New Guinea. Top two teams will qualify for the Super 12. Do you remember when? Um, I don't know his name, I can't remember his name, when the Pakistan uh, coach died in the middle of the World Cup, and that was like a huge bit of a scandal. Talking about murder earlier, they thought that was going to be... They, I think they, at the time, they ruled out any sort of thing but I think I remember Inzamard was it the Captain Huck he was accused or like he wasn't accused I think maybe he was questioned I don't want to get obviously I don't want to twist anything that's a great England's group is great that's just cricket that Australia England South Africa West Indies get in then group two Afghanistan India New Zealand Pakistan great just great just, bro, I'm going to fucking feast on this for the next month or so. Fantastic. Nothing else is on except football and NFL. Baseball's coming to a close, even though I don't really watch baseball that much. Hockey's just started again, which is really exciting. And NBA started the other day as well. It was really... I watched the highlights the other day. It was really great. Sixers beat the Pelicans. The Knicks. The Knicks seem to be back. The Knicks are back in New York. Um, Lamella Ball balled out. The Bears, the Bears, Jesus, the Bulls um, seem to be back after one game. They are back, dare I say. Uh, but they are going to be a bit of a threat in the East. I wish, this was going to talk about, I wish um, for the All Star game they would change it back to East versus West because. Albeit, it's been brilliant if you've watched the NBA the last, especially like they only brought this in the last few years, haven't they? Um, the All Star Game is just a fun thing to watch. It's always just really good. It's always really fun and really good quality because obviously it's just the best players in the league in the world. You know, having a going at it sort of thing. But they've done like Team LeBron, Team Giannis, Team like obviously I think LeBron's been the been the head of each team, and there's like, uh, and they do kind of like a picking system. So they just like say. LeBron, like I think it was was it last year it was LeBron and uh, Yanis I think the last two years been LeBron and Yanis um, no it was KD last year I think and before but anyway I digress but they pick um, 
players from each, like obviously each team to play on their team, on the All-Star team, and that's how they do it. But I wish, I wish they still, I, I want them to go back to uh, the old school, sort of East versus West, because I think that would still be as good. Even though it is, this new format is good and it's proven to be as good, I think it would be still great. Because, say in the West, obviously you've got all the guys in the Lakers, then you've got Steph, you've got Clay, you've got Draymond... You got fucking Dame. You got loads of guys. Oh, who else? I'm trying to think. There's going to be some obvious ones. I've not paid attention to basketball that much in recent years, like the like last couple of years. And the East is just stacked as well. Like Yanis, obviously. Embiid. Fucking KD. I had Kawhi on the Clippers for the for the West. Like Paul George. That'd be great, like Luca as well for Dallas. It'd be, it'd be, yeah, it's East versus West. Bring it back, it'd be fantastic. East versus East Coast versus West Coast. That would be fantastic. It'd be brilliant. Um, who else is on East Coast? Harden, Kyrie. If he doesn't have the vaccine, that's like obviously a point of contention at the moment. Um, obviously, his like whole vaccine thing. I think people are a bit pissed off. He's still getting paid for it. And obviously Charles Barkley the other day just spoke straight up facts. Uh, but what is that? I'm trying to... But yeah, what I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm just going to stop stumbling. But bring back East versus West. It would be fantastic. It would be great. And speaking of East versus West, the Compass Derby was this weekend. A lot of you will not be familiar with the Compass Derby. But a, few select, a select few will. And I will milk this. Fantasy football, obviously you know that I am a, a big, um, uh, I partake in fantasy football. In the draft one this week, and the league I'm involved with, because uh, we can challenge each other, I challenged my good friend Rob West. My name is Liam South. The Compass Derby. I fucking smashed him. And shut up all the haters, all the, all the doubters. I'm looking at you, Arthur Horseful. Happy birthday for the other day as well, by the way. Or the other week, even... Even anyway, but yeah, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop talking for a bit. But anyway, yeah, I fucking beat the wheel. I, I beat the brakes off him. To be fair, I smashed out of the park. <laughs> so thank you to Matty Cash. Thank you to all those guys, the Villa boys, because I've my team is mainly Aston Villa, even though they did lose to Wolves three two. So yeah, but they still they still got me the points. So nice one. It's not just Villa. I've also got. I've got, I got Son, my my one great player in that team. Came out good. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you guys get off. Have a great weekend. Um, another special shout out to every one of you for listening, uh, liking, subscribing, and all that stuff. For, on the podcast, I do apologize for all the uh, technical, difficult, technical difficulties as well this week. I <laughs> hope you have a great weekend. But yeah, thanks again for... Uh, listening and liking all that stuff. If you um, if you are listening and if you haven't subscribed to the channel on Spotify, please do and go check us out on Instagram and on Facebook at Voice Notes Podcast. And if you have any queries or questions, um, hit me up with at Voice Notes Pod at Yahoo. No, Voice Notes Pod at Yahoo.com. I always get that wrong. Anyway, um, have a great week, guys. That guy's from Bangladesh. He's wearing two hats. Jimmy, two hats. <laughs> anyway, um, actually, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna. 
I'll save this for next week when I have more information. Bit, a bit of a juicy um, uh, thing for you guys. Anyway, uh, not that juicy, but I'll, I'll save this for when I have more information. Anyway, have a great weekend, guys. Um, it's great to be back talking to you, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you have, enjoy- have, you have a great weekend for the 15th time. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Take care, stay safe, stay warm, wrap up warm, and have a good time. See you later. I love you. Once again, I want to shout out our sponsors, Faster Pasta. Make sure you guys check them out on social media. And also, if you haven't already, make sure you follow Voice Notes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Voice Notes Podcast. And also, don't forget to subscribe to Voice Notes Podcast on Spotify and help us grow the podcast. Any other information or inquiries, make sure you email me, voicenotespod at yahoo.com. That's voicenotespod at yahoo.com. Thanks once again for listening, guys. Keep smiling and have a great week.